0: Hello everybody and welcome to another bald move television where the officially unofficial podcast for all of television. I'm your host Aaron and I'm Jim and we are going to be talking about several subjects this week including black summer the new zombie. F- well, all these are on Netflix black summer uh, special and you versus wild the interactive bear grill survival simulator. Uh, slash fmv video game from the early 90s <laughs> i also cecily and i are not going to be catching up with uh, american gods this week we're going to do a kind of a, a, a double episode roundup next week because we just ran out of time we were moving studios and uh seeing movies and and getting geared up for your game of thrones and we just just didn't have time to squeeze out that the uh, extra thing so okay uh what do you want to talk about first
1: uh I don't care, but my notes are in order of you versus Wild Black Summer Special.
0: Let's go. Let's go. What I think is going to be the big, the big, the, the, the thing that already seems like a lot of people are talking about. Uh, let's go with Black Summer first. Okay. Uh, what did you think of Black Summer? This is Netflix's take on the zombie apocalypse. Why do
1: beginning of the zombie apocalypse TV shows keep getting greenlit? Is my biggest question. Like, I don't think this it's is a the bad most show. It's, it's probably it's the, the most, most interesting, part. but that entire hook to me mm-hmm. was played out after The Walking Dead. Uh, after Fear the Walking Dead, certainly. Yeah. Now, in 2019, to green light yet another show about the beginning of the apocalypse. Like, that is, you're right, the most interesting part of that concept. It's also a concept and a hook that's been done a million times elsewhere.
0: Well, well I don't I know even, that I need another show so about the So Kingdom it. did it, and you didn't pitch about that because... But that brought something entirely new right. to the whole table. And I think this... Like,
1: the culture there was the thing that really brought me into that show. This is just another
0: zombie show. It does fast zombies, though. <laughs> okay.
1: So uh-huh. here's, here's
0: my take. Here's my hot take. This thing comes out three years ago on AMC, and it's probably 18 million people watching it. Yeah, uh, because this is just a infinitely better Fear the Walking Dead. Now, that's only through one episode. There's plenty of time for the wheels to come off on this thing. But I, I thought there's a lot of stuff that I really liked about this. Um, I thought they did a good job. Like there's this one segment and spoilers for this now because, you know, you're either going to watch yet another zombie film or you're not. But there was a a part where they show um, I think it was the Lance segment where the, I thought they did a good job of showing and not telling the rules of these particular zombies because you actually follow a girl who turns into a zombie and you see the mm-hmm. entire process and you see how they move and how they think and um, like how they process like new information. And I thought like I kind of understand everything about how these zombies operate just by watching one for like five minutes. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, there were a couple cool vignettes. I actually like the Barbara it, one a lot. It's the first time I've ever seen, like, no one just using expository, where they come across, like, a uh, you know, a Lenny James, like, yo you've you been in a hospital for six weeks? I can't believe that. Well, let me tell you about how these, these, these rotters work. Let me tell you about how these walkers work. Let me tell you about how these biters work. It's just... let's just watch one let's fucking be uh richard attenborough and just go go in there is it david richard david david let's go to david day david (laughs) uh attenborough and just just let's say set up a zombie blind observe their natural behavior and we'll figure them out yeah i like that no that's cool i I really like the
1: barber one i guess it's the more like personal kind of human on human stuff that always gets
0: me in these things anyway um also my god if you're in an apocalyptic scenario, just don't trust people. Don't It's
1: it's weird though cuz at some point you kind of have to. Like it, maybe during the initial outbreak, don't trust anyone. Yeah. But it's at some point you got to group up, you got to start to have some civilization, some right. society. I guess the question is just when do you do it and how do you know who to trust? And I thought that was the most interesting part of this. Entire episode to like, do, me was do you Barbara? have an
0: advantage over the person that you are placing trust into? If so, you can probably trust them. <laughs> if not, then you don't. Yeah, like, that's fair. I guess, like, trust them
1: only in in so much as you can force them to
0: behave the way that you think right.
1: they need to if they become untrustworthy. Like,
0: if Barbara had a gun or even a fucking tire right. iron, but this the whole statement, she's like, Do you believe, like, do you, you know, do you believe in God? Do you swear? Okay, I'm gonna believe you, and yeah. then. She instantly gets betrayed. Uh-huh. I thought that's like, oh man. But I liked it. I kind of saw it coming. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. The- there are there will absolutely be people like Barbara in, in these type of situations. Yeah. And they're gonna be the first to die.
1: No, I I thought it was cool. <laughs> and then I actually really liked it at the end where some dude just comes up and starts beating
0: the shit. Just out like of- the guy said, this is if you got a car, you're a target, you know. Right, right. <laughs> um Uh and then, you know, eventually
1: what's what's her name? who breaches the evacuation border yeah, the mom. Uh, ends like, up I, in that car yeah
0: yeah, yeah
1: it's it, it's pretty good how they tied everything together too. i did that's another
0: yeah. thing that this show does that well that i thought walking dead struggles with as they juggled multiple timelines and intersecting uh plots like it yeah and almost other, all of them intersect the other thing is again uh, as is going to be a theme as we're discussing this on netflix this isn't a show that's going to overstay its welcome it's eight episodes are roughly 45 minutes long like that's for season one or for all of it well just for season one okay i'm saying like it's not a unreasonable investment of time and it doesn't seem like it's something that might be bloated again i've only seen the first episode i checked out the forum discussion going on about this after i watched the first episode
1: a lot of people were like oh i wanted to see this i wanted to see that they'll get to it they'll get to it you know like yeah they showed like one two zombies in this thing Mm. uh but this is the first episode they can't they shouldn't do everything in the first episode. Uh, if you want to see big zombie hordes, you're probably going to have to wait a while. Yeah. But I'm kind of cool with
0: that. I also thought it's, it's also another thing that kind of showed up on Walking Dead is like, you know, you don't need a long history of characters to care for them. And there's a couple of times if where... If you have like, a
1: strong enough hook, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, uh, you know, uh, parents being separated from the daughter yeah. and one of them's sick and not going to be able to continue. That's a great hook. Mm-hmm. Um and uh because the walk fear the walking dead I'm gonna go back to that because I think they did all, all shitty fear the walking dead had a main like the concept of a main cast that they needed to introduce and get meant that almost everyone you met was going to be safe and you couldn't really exploit like nobody uh you know nobody in the main cast can 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 really have that sense of loss that you connect to and I I, I guess you could it just like I just feel like they did just a, such a such a bad job on fear the <laughs> walking dead. Huh, yeah. Um but I don't know. I liked uh I thought it was better. I thought the like people were making smarter more like I did. there's people making stupid decisions but not like not like s- scripted stupid. It's like okay, that's genuine human stupidity or this is like <laughs> like soldiers in a in a tense checkpoint. This is kind of like how they'd behave. I mean there were a couple of dumb decisions like Yeah. I,
1: yeah, I I'm surprised the soldiers let devoid. themselves
0: be overrun. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm surprised the gate wasn't chained.
0: Yeah. Like, what and, the fuck are you doing? You're, you're
1: creating a roadblock without a chained gate? That bridge...
0: Wrong. That bridge is the bridge from Jarden, like the season two of, <laughs> Isn't <laughs> it? It's gotta be. It looks exactly... Uh, I didn't look closely enough. That would be amazing. I kind of think it is, but I don't know where this was filmed, and I don't know...
1: Um, uh, no, the, the one... Decision. The Really, the only one that really stood out to me is the soldier who lets uh, Spears take a piss or fake Spears. Oh, yeah. Spears himself. Uh, yeah, the real Spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, this guy was just going to, you know, whip his dick out and piss in the corner. Mm hmm. And he's got his hands in front of him, but he can't lift a toilet seat. What the mm-hmm. fuck is wrong with you to go to move in there to lift no, that toilet that's, seat for him? That, that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was the stupidest thing that happened in this entire episode.
0: And they also, because it, it, it stood out because not a lot of characters were making dumb decisions. And it, and it was just so, so really obvious, too, that that yeah. was what was going to happen. Yeah. So I, yeah. And, you're and right. around
1: the edges, there were like a couple of people who should have heard a screaming zombie running up on them who were mm-hmm. sort of just oblivious looking at a map. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for way longer than they should have. Yeah. But other than that, I have very few complaints about like those sorts of you know blind spots.
0: Are you going to stick with it, uh, or are you kind of burnt uh, out on zombies? I just don't
1: have the desire to see a zombie show right now. Yeah. Like it, The next
0: zombie show I'm probably going to watch is Kingdom Season 2. Yeah. Uh, I did see this described by people who have seen more of it as a middling zombie show, which I think, from what I saw... Uh, I felt like that was a little unfair. I thought this was a pretty good, but it's just like you said, it's a fairly it's the tired basic concept. concept yeah. yeah, like like the execution's better. I think the script is better. I think the characters are better, but like the set could literally be fear the uh, fear the Walking Dead set. Like all yeah. the military surplus. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Or Dawn if of it the is. Dead. I mean, this. Yeah, is you're right, you're right. the remake of Dawn of the Dead. The opening to that
1: is right here on the screen. Is there like, just
0: like. Storage sheds full of zombie apocalypse shit that, like, is just in Hollywood. It's like, here's your uh, deuce and a half, and here's your uh, (laughs) soldier's uniforms, and here's your chain shitty chain link fences, and here's... And they just... I I guess I'm slightly intrigued to see what their version of, like, the
1: true hot zones Mm. for zombie outbreak would be, like the bigger cities. Mm -hmm. Um, Because this is all confined to a suburb and I I don't know I actually don't know where it's supposed to take place I like it they're
0: like like, there's like attack aircraft in the air and there's bombings and it's like it's it uh, felt like for a modest budget like you really sold that there was and that's just unnerving like having to evacuate your neighborhood and there's bombers streaking ahead and uh i like i said i I, I just, felt like yeah. there's a there's a there's a thing something in this episode is visceral, and i pre- fa- the other thing is I vastly yeah. prefer s- uh, fast zombies these slow zombies yeah, yeah. are just so stupid the idea that they would ever take over is so dumb mm-hmm. um I also think I'm kind of like what is the life cycle of these zombies um do they burn out faster is it like something i don't know feels oh. to me a lot closer to
1: like twenty eight days later and yeah. I imagine that will be kind of the the view of those hot zones that we see like everything's just you know abandoned and mm-hmm. like I, I i never quite understood some of the scenery that they packed into the walking dead yeah <laughs> as far as like how did that car get there and yeah why were there so many cars and all flipped over on the side of the road just as yeah as like single car how do you flip it unless you're lorry like
0: yeah well there you go yeah <laughs> i think barbara could figure out how to flip that car
1: maybe yeah
0: if she's being menaced spears by... spears could flip it uh-huh you know? Oh, I gotta I gotta I gotta whip my dick out in this car <laughs> uh, I got I gotta it's it's, uh, it's shifted to the left I need to get it back to the right can you help me and yeah the, the, the other thing wheel. the other
1: small complaint I have is that the shaky cam is a little too shaky for me it is pretty shaky it was, I had to avert my gaze sometimes because it was just fucking with my eyes hmm. uh, to the point where I, I didn't want to watch it
0: so. What are you watching at six frames a second for, man? That's just a recipe for a bad time.
1: Well, my eyes just don't work anymore.
0: Apparently. Uh, uh, do you have anything else you want to say for this first episode? Uh, no, I don't think so. I will revisit this if I hear that like it's it it ends like just in it's just a completely because I don't I could I don't mind watching. I really enjoyed it. Um, I just probably I I don't have much interest and there's going to be tons of stuff to keep up with, so. Uh, I thought the opening was actually really good with the
1: whole neighborhood running down the street together. like what's happening, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was zombies. Sure. So it's like one thing, but when you find out, okay, this is the evacuation call, like they're screening people
0: so they don't get infected. Right.
1: Yeah, I, I thought that whole thing was just like, hmm, okay, intriguing.
0: Let's talk about a new Netflix comedy special. This is about a young man, a young gay man who is harsh semi-disabled uh he's he's got the cerebral palsy yeah and so it gives him kind of like a uh he, he walks with a little limp and he's got not doesn't have fine motor control uh he also coincidentally gets hit by a car uh-huh and everyone mistakes his affliction for that and it's like it's the, the first episode and these are weird like 14 minute episodes they're very short you i watched like, two of them i did too you and uh and and it's it's there's just a lot of you either understand why it's cool to watch stuff like this where you get different perspectives or you don't. I thought like one, if if you watched our uh, TV prep show where we're watching the trailers and deciding, like I was kind of like, ah, this looks like it could be kind of syrupy sweet. And like, but on the other hand, like the concept of intersectionalism, which is essentially how, multiple overlapping privileges and 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 uh uh disadvantages can impact a person is interesting because you see like you know what is the intersection of being a gay man in america and a disabled man in america and all, all these other things um and it, there was I, I think some interesting topics covered in just the first uh 28 minutes or so yeah i i ended up realizing that
1: so, so this whole series is based on, fuck, what's his name? Ryan or something, uh, his memoir. Essentially. Oh, I didn't like, know that. He, he's the main character. He plays the lead. Uh, he wrote the series and it's all kind of based on like a series, I guess, of, of blog posts and his life. Um, mm-hmm. cause he started off in something like, uh, this egg woke company where he was, you know, blogging for a living. Mm-hmm. And I realized after watching the first episode that that's the sensibility this show was going to bring to it and i was not in for that mm-hmm. um i however do like and and so so i came away with a visceral dislike of this show after episode 1 um mostly probably because of his boss who i hate and you're supposed to hate yeah um but also the tone of the humor it just doesn't do it for me episode 2 i thought was much much better uh it still has some of those things that i don't particularly care for as mm-hmm. far as the comedy goes but it it ha- it showed that it had a heart in mm-hmm. a way that, like, episode one doesn't. Uh, and I, I found myself, like, really starting to like the main character at that point. Yeah. And, and understand the main character. Because, like, episode one is all, like, him just sort of explaining, like, his position. Sure. Episode two is it starting to—you starting to understand how it affects his life. And I yeah. think that's the most interesting part of this show. The humor is, uh, honestly, the thing that's pushing me away from it. I almost want, like, less of that and more of just, like— what it's like to be this ryan guy
0: see i i appreciate the humor i thought it was sharper than i was expecting like there's a couple things where like i i thought it was interesting how he was lamenting about being like ah oh, you know he, he's in physical therapy and he's working on getting his you know improving function of his legs and he looks over he sees a guy that's confined to like full-on wheelchair he's like mm-hmm. paraplegic and yeah. he's like ah oh, so jealous of him because like what am i i'm like you know, I can, I, I can, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like the, the idea that there's various, I mean, it should be an elementary concept, right? Like mm-hmm. some people are more disabled than others. And how do you feel about that? Like the, if you're deaf or you're blind, like you have some things in common, but you have a lot of differences and that there might be these complex feelings of like, well, shit, if I'm going to have this thing. I might as well go all the way. So people like just know, you know, like know exactly what they're getting with me or they know that I I can just fully accept their sympathy or you know I'm, I'm caught in this kind of in-between state i thought that was kind of interesting and and also uh since the lead guy is playing a guy who's lived this experience you can't be like if that was a dude pretending it would kind of come across as shitty right like say it'd be offensive
1: yeah i think the same way that like walt jr and breaking bad would, yeah would sort of like you'd have to really have a deft touch with that to make it not offensive yeah like if when- he weren't actually uh partially disabled
0: yeah especially since like you know rj middy was like playing up his his the the, right to sell that character and like you know the idea of you're playing up a disability if you don't even have one is like oh boy nowadays um so i i i liked a lot of that and i also like it it's so interesting because this concept is exactly the same as shrill like a young person with a certain Mm. Uh, a problem that makes them stick out in society works it to social media, new media type of thing for this asshole, artificially like California woke person, and I. That's another thing I appreciate the doing is because um, it does seem like there's a lot of people that call themselves you know woke, and I'm kind of starting to hate that word, but I I don't think it's out of any kind of real. Thought through or empathetic position, they just happen to be dealt the right set of facts for the day, the current day. But anytime they're presented with something new uh, or, or asked to stretch that empathy and extend the things that they've learned about this other stuff to this, uh, like a very easy jump to this other category, they just fucking can't do it. Mm-hmm. They turn into massive reactionaries. And I felt like that both Shrill and this special do a good job of showing that in the form of the bosses. But they are. Yeah. They're kind of cartoonishly villain, but I guess I'm uh-huh. fine with that because they're these aren't evil people. They're just mean and petty and small-minded, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they're... <laughs> I, I don't know.
1: I... Man, it's weird as someone who works in new media uh-huh. to see, like, a representation of kind of the success story in new media, right? I mean right egg woke is a very in this universe is a very popular platform a right. very popular outlet for news and and these kinds of like personally intimate articles and like that's and it's it's not removed from reality at all because right. that is this ryan guy's life uh, right. he he came up writing this stuff for an actual website that did this so like it's weird to me because i see this depiction of like something that is super successful and i immediately have a visceral dislike of everything that is done to that company huh. everything it's it's and it's not just the woman who's heading it it's uh-huh. the the entire attitude the cynicism the mm. like that's where like the comedy of it and the sensibilities of it really clash with the things that i personally hold uh dear well right hold yeah. as valuable there's not a lot uh, of sincerity, honesty, right yeah. like th- this this sort of faux honesty like it's weird because it's a monetization of honesty in a weird way because these people are writing about incredibly intimate things about themselves in the effort to get a a million clicks on their story you know like there's there's that scene in the first episode where she basically tells uh, a secret to the entire room that this girl told her in confidence about uh, an orgasm she had during giving birth uh, They're having
0: an abortion. Oh, was it an abortion? Yeah, no, I oh, was like, shit. That's why I'm like, I'm like, wow. The humor. That's like, I, I, that's, I, that's even okay. That's I, even I'm like, that, that's like, whew, yeah,
1: whew. That, that's a, spicy, <laughs> real spicy. Uh, but, but that scene, like, I, I look at that and I go, fuck, I hate this. I hate everything about this. And this is actually what works on the fucking internet. Dude. And I'm, it, I'm tangentially part of that. What the fuck? And it really makes me hate. Everything about the the tone of the comedy in the show because it is soaked in that. No, dude,
0: I have this thought a lot that, you know, we've established this persona of like we try to be like radically honest and transparent and but it's also, I think, good for business. Uh-huh. And it's a perverse incentive. It's kind of like a lot of times I wonder, like, am I doing this because I think it's genuinely right, or am I doing this because I think it's on brand? And it's kind of like when <laughs> right. like someone comes up and you're ser- you're happily serving people uh, soup at a soup kitchen, and you're feeling good about yourself, and people are like, oh, well, you're only doing this because it makes you feel good. Uh-huh. Like, oh fuck, maybe I all- do feel good. What's may- wrong with me? May- yeah. maybe, maybe altruism is a fucking giant scam, and I'm part of it. And like, you know. Yeah. um, but yeah i know exactly what you mean and so i i find it incredibly They're, hard to watch also because i just don't like the fucking
1: jokes like i'm not it's too internet bloggy humor yeah. like snarky yeah uh we, what you call sharp i find distasteful um in in most cases <laughs> right uh it, it's actually kind of the same problem i had with some of the comedy in the early goings of uh fuck that the
0: russian doll the
1: russian doll yeah hmm. Yeah, it's it's that See, similar I think type you've of you've missed
0: a lot of the new wave comedies like yeah. uh the, the BoJack Horseman, um uh Lady Dynamite, uh, like the, they're really kind of like I don't even know what the hell you'd call that sen- that that sensibility. It's like uh it it's it's taking the kind of like sensibilities of uh Arrested Development and uh uh, uh, always sunny who are kind of elder statements statements of comedy like that just in a way that uh, always sunny took seinfeld and pushed it to the next that's happening again yeah and it's really easy to um if, if you sit out a couple of those uh evolutionary shifts to be like what the fuck am i even seeing but it feels um, like it's
1: mixed with internet culture in a weird way that i don't i don't like <laughs> hmm just, it's it's just not for me.
0: Although, like I said, I really like the heart of this story. Yeah. I do wonder because, man, going back, this is such a fascinating topic. The fact that our society um, will sell and turn into commodity anything. Yeah. Uh, sincerity, uh, personal experiences, authentic, authenticity. Mm-hmm. And that what I thought was interesting is, so A.D. Bryant uh, is in the shrill, uh, There's a character in this show that's literally the Ad Bryant character from Shrill, Mm -hmm. and like some of these things are starting like so so like uh, they are marketing to people that have like uh, like have progressive sensibilities. And they're commodifying that, and, like, all this stuff is starting to look and taste like <laughs> vanilla ice cream. Like, they're all these right. interchange... Like, I'm saying, also, the boss of this social media, uh, the, the the blogger culture, is exactly the same as the guy from the, uh, the the Shrill. They're just, like, it's it's gender-bent, straight versus gay, but, like, it's exact same type of character. And I'm wondering, like, man, they can run anything into the ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in the effort to catch your eyes. Yeah, and and to go to 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 make to make a statement. And that like, I, I, I guess I'd they I, I don't know like no I don't want them to run this into the ground because then people will just tune it out. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But there's so many people that have these experiences that've been shut out, and they're like they're finally like people are greenlighting this stuff because it's making money and it's being popular. So now they're just going to ram it down our throats. Like you thought they're ram, ramming it down before, now they're ramming it down because people liked it and it's successful.
1: Yeah, and I think these are, like, st- stories that need to be told, stories that need to be heard. Yes. Uh, it's just, I, I guess I i don't like the tone in which some of them have been delivered. Hmm. Because uh, I'm not on board with, like, the extreme internet culture that has developed around so extreme much of this stuff. Extreme internet culture! I... I purposely avoided saying it that way. <laughs> I knew it would bring in more clicks, but I didn't do it. Yeah. So thanks for ruining my
0: thanks my, for uh I don't know, de- degrading my principles here. <laughs> my I always a pleasure. Uh let's talk about you vs wild. Okay. This is this this is uh just a, a fun one. I really like bear grills. Mm-hmm. I watched his man vs wild. I've watched a lot of bear Grylls stuff. I think he's kind of a cool dude um not probably the best just straight up survival advice but like if you you use your brain you can tell you can take away the things i think are actually something that a average person can use and stuff like oh whether you should swim underneath a crocodile uh uh, not so this this thing is just essentially a a man versus wild episode that every five minutes or so they pause and ask you like you know, do you want Bear Grylls to leap over the Canyon or rappel down it? Do you want Bear Grylls to take a grappling hook or a slingshot? Do you want Yeah, that's the first decision? You, do you want him to go up a river or bushwhack through the country? And I thought it was a again as a Bear Grylls fan. I thought it was a lot of fun to like uh, try because I was playing it like and my wife and I were playing together and I realized that. As a fan of Bear Grills, I knew like things that are his go to from his show. Like, he loves when he is dropped in a place, like a big forest, of climb the tallest tree to get a- his bearings. Hmm, okay. Because if you're just walking on a forest floor, you can't tell, like, there's a mountain over there, there's a yeah. valley over here. It is like, what the fuck? So I was always trying to do like the things I thought would make Bear Grylls successful. And oh, I realized, like, Cecily is trying to get this man killed. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go.
1: Yeah. Um, unfortunately i don't know that it's possible i did i
0: was successfully able to make him fail his mission i was able to yeah call in the rescue team but yeah, i yeah, think yeah. he calls
1: in the rescue team every time
0: yeah i i uh, i was able to get him to you can actually successfully complete the mission though um so i did the first two episodes the here. first
1: episode is to find the doctor yeah. the second episode is to deliver the doctor's medicine to the people who need it uh-huh. uh in the jungle the second what, one's the how one the one fa- that I failed. Yeah, me too. How but, did you
0: get him? How did you fail his mission? Um, I tried to climb up a rope that snapped.
1: Oh shit! And uh, and wh- did he like fall and break his legs? No, or he
0: just like that's uh, something about like what happened is like, that you know that you, you it's now impossible to get the medicine to the village. Oh,
1: he was too late. It would have taken too long and yeah, it would have something heated like that. up that. I can't much.
0: I can't remember exactly what it was, but then I just I just went and made another choice and I I, I won. I got him stuck in a crab-filled swamp. Yeah. In the in the first episode second. or the second.
1: Yeah. Really? I'm trying yeah. to think
0: where the crab-filled swamp was. <laughs> so, I've got
1: my list of How did he of, get stuck? Of, so, I've got my list of choices. If you want to repeat Jim's actual playthrough, okay. here's what you do. First episode, Jim versus Wild. Yeah, Jim versus Wild, you take the slingshot. Yep. Uh, you take the river where you oh. find a crocodile uh, and you shoot it with that slingshot. Okay. And it runs away. Uh, then he says, oh, what do you want me to eat? There's a bunch of termites or there's a big fat grub. And you definitely make him eat that I big, that disgusting grub. And it shoots out some amazing juices uh, all over his chin. Uh, Vine swing was the next one where he reached this like gully. He that either was had cool. a choice to like walk over a log,
0: yeah. or do the vine swing. I chose vine yeah. swing uh, this first episode i I explored almost every choice. my first playthrough through, okay. I, I chose the slingshot, I bushwhack through the forest uh there okay. hmm. there is a uh, uh he heard monkeys in the distance, and he goes, you know monkeys are often like if they're uh, if they are. Like, really agitated like that, um, it's, it's something disturbing your their environment. It could be a predator, but it could also could be a human. Hmm. Um, so we followed the monkeys. Uh, there was one that was, like, guarding a backpack that he slung, shot away, and then he found out that was the doctor's backpack and was able to wrap it. Like, I, 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 I found her in, like, three decisions. Oh, you did find her, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But it's so weird, yeah. Is like, if you find her that way, you come in from the bunker from the other side, and if you go the way that you just described, you come yeah. in from the other
1: I'm wondering if because there's also a time pressure in that one, too, but it doesn't sound like there's any way to find the doctor and she's already dead.
0: No, but take yeah, her medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can you cannot get the village their medicine.
1: Yeah. So in the second episode, my playthrough was uh, he had to go over another ravine mm-hmm. and he could either go via a rope and commando crawl or he could. Cecily made him do that i did too yeah okay.
0: just because i wanted to see if he could do it and he did it it's actually wild. i'm like how although f- he drops his machete in the process yeah he does i don't understand how you crawl across a rope like that a lot of core strength i imagine i mean that just the fact and that it, like yeah just if he's bat, he's like uh he's like a monorail on top of a not even a tight cable it's fairly loose and floppy and he's just Inching his way yeah, along. Yeah, so you it. use like, uh, you use your leg as kind of a, a balancing weight. It seems like it'd be a you, lot more like It seemed like it'd be a lot more comfortable to go underneath and just like you know Do you wrap like... your legs around and just hand over hand on your hands.
1: Yeah, but uh, I'm not I would an, think so.
0: But I'm not an SAS uh, operative, so I'm not
1: either. And so once he gets across that, here's where you have a choice to go either into the mangrove swamp uh-huh. where like the crabs are, uh-huh. uh or to go through the sawgrass i think i went through the sawgrass okay did it chop him up did he get like a whole bunch of cuts on him or anything uh, he
0: got a little nicked up and he was like ah, ah but what he did is he cut he he cut like a six foot section of uh branch and he uh-huh. showed you how you can like 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 push it in front of you and lay the grass down and stomp it so you kind of it, it keeps the worst of it off uh, but. he had no defense against the mangrove swamp like really
1: it was hilarious because it's like a six minute sequence of him <laughs> getting progressively deeper into nasty mud uh-huh. talking about oh if this tide comes in i'm really fucked uh-huh. uh y- you don't want to get caught out here when the tide comes in uh-huh. and then he gets like hip deep in this mud he's struggling to even move and the tide's coming in and he's like i
0: gotta call my rescue team <laughs> mm-hmm. What <laughs> it did, was so good what did he say about the grub he said this is uh energy but it's it's hard energy or it's rough energy or it's Dark energy, brutal energy. Like, <laughs> I forget the exact term. God, it looks so gross when he eats those grubs. Oh, it's awful. I've seen him eat so many damn grubs in Man vs. Wild, though. It's real. Yeah, I let Cecily choose that because I wanted to see what he did with the termites. Like how he's scraping up yeah. together to chew them up. I, I just was trying to torture poor yeah. Mr. Grills. Yeah, I don't think you can. Because the other thing is that like he's got a very wry look on his face on some of these when he's like, oh, you want me to eat the grub, huh? Like, Of course you do. That's what he says. Of course you do. <laughs> I do it's fear factor or something. I kind of admire this guy that like I think he's happiest when he is kind of in these elements like he is not bummed out at all by any kind of physical hardship. Yeah, like he gets off at uh, overcoming these things. It seems like I don't know. I, I think he's an interesting guy it was uh, fun uh so that's kind of the end of the jungle one and then i think there's yeah. like a,
1: an arctic one there's several there's a desert it's, it's a
0: pretty it's a pretty nice season i'm yeah. i'm looking forward to play like me and jack used to watch survival shit all the time uh Les stroud survivor man uh my my personal favorite dual survivor which was uh uh joe teddy and and cody lundin in its glory days um and uh you we still watch primitive technology on youtube when there's a new one i wait until jack comes by and we watch that together but i i think it's fun i think it's fun if you like this type of show um it's 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 a lot of fun just having i i and, and i guess it's it's a it's a cool way to pack a lot of content in a very short amount of time like if you want to play through and see every single binary decision you can mm-hmm. um if you just want to see like the most interesting things to you like it's i i don't know it's i just this technology i don't know I mean, if it's a game changer or not no
1: netflix is going to power through the ridicule that they got like claiming the bandersnatch was something amazing mm-hmm. and new uh a new kind of art form or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck they were talking about uh because it wasn't i mean yeah. video games have been doing choice for
0: generations at this yeah. point this is uh, literally an old school cd-rom fmv hundred percent you're right yeah
1: Uh, So, like, they're just going to power
0: through that. And eventually it'll be like, oh, here's another Netflix interactive thing. My question is, like, do you think, um, okay, what's more likely? This, we never see another interactive one from Netflix. Netflix is like, okay, this this isn't worth it. That's not the one. We see, like, a dozen and then they let it die. Or we see, like, a dozen and it starts to gain steam and they find their footing and it just becomes, like, a genre of things. It's interesting to me because there's more content here,
1: but it feels like there's... Like the production probably wasn't as difficult, because um, the choices seem very like obviously they're binary, but they they seem like they don't change the story. Like like with Bandersnatch, you got to go fucking film.
0: Yeah, you do five yeah. different
1: movies. Yeah, yeah, and. The, the audience, like me, may only see an hour of it, you know? Whereas this and you film like 15 hours of content.
0: Your average uh, Man vs. Wild episode is like 45 minutes long. Yeah. So this is like a 20-minute episode that if you probably did all the options would be 40, 50 minutes. So like I yeah. think it's literally a Man vs. Wild episode. They just branched it.
1: That's what I think is going to happen. They're going to start using it a little, a little selectively. Um, uh-huh. Figuring out what works and what doesn't work in this genre uh, of
0: interactive entertainment. And yeah, I, I think we'll see more from them and whether it'll fizzle out or not. I think we're going to see less than, I, I think they'll come out with less than a half dozen of these and then they'll just die. Cause I, so. I just don't think this is, well, I mean, why there's nothing I've seen. So here's,
1: here's the value I see to Netflix mm-hmm. is if they can figure out some way to essentially do marketing research, uh, by forcing you to make choices while you're watching content mm-hmm. that could be potentially huge for them. To understand their audience and produce content,
0: is this more an elaborate elaborate attempt for bear Grylls to see if he would have a shot of running for prime minister? It might be uh, bear it turns out ninety eight percent of the population on earth just wants to see you die.
1: <laughs> uh, we
0: strongly discourage you from running for public office. I,
1: I would say it would not be the first world leader to have his own reality t v show
0: <laughs> fair <laughs> enough fair so enough. there you go. can I get some branching can I get some branching decisions <laughs> on that one? <laughs> Nope. Unfortunately, you can't. Uh, there'd be no good options. <laughs> there would not. Uh, okay. That is all we got for Bald Move Television this week. If you'd like to send feedback, of course, you can do so at tv at baldmove.com. There's always threads for these shows. on Our forums at forums at baldmove.com. Uh, we also will be back next week. Cecily and I will be considering uh, the, the two new episodes of American Gods, and we'll be looking at what else is coming out for television. Uh, also, you know, little-known little, little known television show, Game of Thrones, coming back this weekend. Uh, we'll be out with an instant take on Sunday night. Uh, thanks for watching, or I'm sorry, thanks for listening. Uh, if you would like us to end the podcast, press fast-forward on your podcast player. If you would like to n- not end the podcast, press the rewind button. <laughs> yeah. And until next time, I'm Aaron. I'm Jim. See ya.